everybody. Welcome to Marvel Champions Monthly, a fan podcast about the card game Marvel Champions, designed by Fantasy Flight Games. I'm Kennedy Hawk, one of your hosts, and ready for a galactic three-part adventure as we start talking about the galaxy's most wanted campaign expansion. So, I have two other hosts with me today. I have Crimson. How's it going? Hey, what's up? Finally done with the move, settled in, I heard. And you're lamenting the lack of justice, I'm sure. So, Yeah, what's up? Okay, that, I guess that's why. Yep. So much pain. And we have Americano. How's it going over there? Good. Really good. Well, you got new toys, so it makes sense. But So we're going to talk about Galaxy's Most Wanted in three episodes. This week, we're going to talk all about player cards. So we're going to talk about Rocket, Groot, and the aspect cards they come with, and how they impact the game. Next episode, we'll talk about the first three villains. And then the final episode, we'll talk about the last two villains, the mod sets, and the campaign experience. And hopefully after all of that, we may have beaten the campaign once. We'll see. <laughs> so, heroes, who's ready to talk about it? Uh-huh. Crimson is. Crimson is definitely ready to talk about the heroes. Well, I've got a list of things we're going to go over, and then we can do our hot takes along the way. So, okay, let's do it. To start out, let's overview the two new heroes. So since we have a protection expert in the room, can you tell us what Groot is all about in his kit, Americano? Yeah, yeah, of course. Groot is all about these um, growth counters. So I'll talk about his... So his alter ego is Groot, for recovery, outlaw trait, growth spurt, action, place two growth counters on Groot to a maximum of 10, limit once per round. Um, and his flavor text is uh, very uh, what you'd expect for Groot. I am Groot. Uh, his hero side is Groot as well. One thwart, two attack, three defense, guardian trait, uh, Flora Colossus. Forced A forced interrupt when Groot would take any amount of damage. Remove that many growth counters from him. For each growth counter removed this way, prevent one of that damage. And as you would expect... Um, a majority, if not all, let me see. I don't think all of his cards have to do with growth counters, do they? I think there may be. They might actually. I can't recall. I haven't been able to play all of his cards. Um, but they, for the most yeah, part, they all do. Do they all? Okay. Yeah. Um, have something to do with his growth counters. That's the gimmick. That's the his hook. Um, his attacks, for example, get more powerful with more growth counters on him. Um, the flip side to that is if he ever takes an attack or any damage, it's not just an attack, any damage, uh, you remove growth counters from him first before you deal damage to him. And his, oh, I, I should have mentioned his alter ego hand size is six, uh, hero hand size is five, so pretty normal, and his hit points are ten. Um, the low hit points are obviously to compensate for the lack of damage that he'll likely be taking because of his Flora Colossus ability. Um, they're, yeah, it's all about the growth counters. Um, obviously maybe this isn't obvious, but to some people, um, putting growth counters on Groot, I I think you're going to be flipping a lot. What I've noticed is you flip a lot with Groot or you probably will. Um, and there's a couple cards that maybe we can talk about as to why putting actual counters on the card is a bad idea. Just my uh, Americano's pointer for playing Groot. Don't put counters on the card. Use a dial. 
uh, use a D10 if you have a D10. You know, that's, you know, it's another uh, component to add to your box. I don't, it doesn't matter. You're not going to want to put counters on them or just put counters off to the side. I, I like to keep it nice and simple with a dial or a, a D10, though. I was really confused with where you were going. I, th I was like, what is this strategy of not getting growth counters? And then you said use a dial, and I understood all of a sudden. So I get it. Sorry, I meant no, don't use tokens. Did I say don't use don't use growth counters? You said don't, <laughs> don't use you... counters, and I'm like, what? What is this strategy? No, I obviously don't understand green cards. Yep, yep, no. Don't use the actual tokens that come with the game. Use something. No. Anyway. I used to play Game of Thrones, and... When you determinants there, they they actually like FFG had rules that you could not use dice, like they were not allowed in their tournaments. Probably it's isn't not it, in their co-op games. So yeah, isn't yeah. that like some? It's just it's just something absolutely like mind-boggling. Like what the hell? <laughs> like me use these pieces of crappy cardboard that he bought in China. I I know the story of that. I can tell at a different time. But let's talk about Groot for today. So what's what's everybody's... Well, I guess let's get Crimson's take on Groot. Do you like Groot? Do you dislike Groot? I, I'm, I'm not super hip on anything here, but Groot is interesting. I definitely played him differently than I thought I was going to. And I did enjoy playing the starter deck with him. It definitely has some issues. I think both the starter decks are a little lacking. I Ugh. I tried him in all four aspects, and I, f I found Groot everything but aggression to be really fun. Um, okay, let me ask you why Groot aggression was... Why was that no good? So, I think... Was he just Groot, taking too much, too much damage? Too many uh, counters were getting removed, or what? Yeah, like you said, it's, it's all about getting these growth counters out. I really like the two cards, I am Groot and I am Groot. One is remove threat <laughs> equal to the number of growth counters, and one is deal damage equal to the number. But if you're constantly taking damage, that, that Flora Colossus, like you said, is a forced interrupt. So, it's going to occur as soon as you take damage and you don't have a choice. And even mm -hmm. if you have something like... Um, pinpoint strike or energy barrier since this is forced it like takes priority so since isn't pinpoint strike is a, a wasp card did i say pinpoint strike yeah uh what was i trying to say what's the oh it's got a picture of wasp on it that's why i said it it's the new aggression card or new protection card that's like avoid three damage when you get hit oh sight Sidestep side step? No. Side okay. something. Who knows? It's a green card. But either way, it doesn't work with green. Gross. You're going to lose your counters first. So with aggression... Because force it, happens first. Exactly. With aggression, it was really hard to build up counters. But with leadership, I played a game where I pretty much just played all the one and two cost allies I could, and I chumped with them, and then I got 10 growth counters, and now I am Groot is doing 10 damage to enemies, and you're just laughing. That's, and, that's what uh, I was going to say is, I feel like... Those two cards you're saying, I am Groot, and is is it the I period M period Groot? Is yeah. that right? I feel yeah. like you need to have what, like seven growth counters on them to make them really. I think five's pretty good, oh, right? Two damage, oh, okay. five attack. That's better than most hero yeah, attacks yeah, okay. on par. Um, the threat removal one, you probably want to have six. If you're going to spend three plus the card itself to remove threat, you want to remove a lot of threat, not just two or three. 
So so that's not going to work very good in a solo game either then, probably. Unless you got a lot right. of allies or uh, tough to prevent you from moving, removing your counters. Well, I, I just mean, I just mean because I think in a solo game, the threshold is is a lower amount to to pop a scheme, unless yeah. you're playing against one of these villains that has a high, you know, scheme level or whatever whatever it's called. The stage. yeah, you might not get to use your full full amount, right? Or you'll be being riskier. And that's why I find right. him to be good with Justice, because his thwarting card isn't that great. So if I could count on Justice to thwart, um, I mean, Groot could pretty much get the damage done as long as I'm flipping a lot and, and keeping that threat off the scheme. And because you are flipping that much, he schemes do get a lot of threat. Yeah, that's the problem, is he's got one thwart, and he's got those two thwarting cards. He does have that upgrade that can, like, ink increases thwart by two at the cost of a growth counter. I thought those cards were pretty cool and like new forms of, you know, stat buffs. Once you get them out, they're really helpful. I mean, they're when you think about how the growth counters, how he interacts with the growth, counter, growth counters, kind of makes sense to do them like that. So I like his, uh, I like that when you flip down to Alter Ego, you should never have to heal, right? Because you're basically going to get four growth counters because you'll place two on the turn you flip down and then two at the start of the next turn. So you end up with like eight artificial, or I guess four artificial extra health from those growth counters. So you don't really need to recover, which is kind of nice. Um, but I, f I found him fairly fun. I think he's kind of lacking in resources, which is what hurt for me. Like all of his cards cost two or three. There's a couple zero-cost cards, but all they do is place growth counters, and they don't redraw for themselves. So he's got that one support that can draw him an extra card in Alter Ego form. But beyond that, he doesn't have any resource generation in his kit, which is really rough. That's unfortunate because he doesn't have a, a signature ally either. And that's something that so, that... so the developers went away from that with Hulk. Right, but Hulk had resource cards. Um, and then went away. With, was this the first one without a the second one without a um a signature ally? Yeah. So Rocket is a basic ally in his deck, and he comes up with a team up card and all sorts of cool stuff. Um, and I kind of like that they made Rocket and Groot basic allies because now you're going to be able to use those in all the Guardian decks if you want. But I wasn't I wasn't wild about not having a signature ally. Um, it, basically, when I'm building my deck, I just have to include an extra ally in my other card choices and. It almost takes a choice away, which is a bummer. I would have liked to see them as signature allies in each other's decks, and then later on give us uh, Rocket and Groot as basic as allies. Mm -hmm. They did that with you know War Machine. Um, anyway, I think it would have been... I'm, I'm a little bummed that they don't have... I love signature allies. I think they're a fun part of the game. But What's everybody's What's favorite our... and least favorite card from Groot's kit? Uh, Fruitation is my favorite. Which is the one you were just For, like, oh, fruition where draw you. It's card. really, yeah. it, it's really cool. You're talking about fruition that gives you the yeah. two growth counters, because mm -hmm. it you can play it as either a, a hero action or an alter ego, right? You don't have to be yeah. an alter ego to do it. Th that's that. the reason why I really enjoyed. It. And I, I know you could think of it as costing one instead of zero because you know it doesn't replace itself or whatever. But a lot of times, just. I wish his kit would have came with four of them instead of two, honestly. That would have made protection a lot more... It, 
well, it just changes the way you play protection, I think, with him. Yeah, but, and the starter deck really felt wonky because it's almost like trying to do two different things. Like, you're trying to build up these counters, but then you're also trying to, like, with the protection stuff, which is, uh, you know, there's a lot of this new, if your hit points are higher or the same or higher than your starting hit points, you know, that new mechanic that we're seeing. It just felt it felt like it was a little pulled in two different directions for me. I still had fun. Did you have a hard time keeping growth counters on Greek? No, I, I didn't. But I also like flipped constantly. I I also really tried to try to keep you know go up to that ten. Um, but I played them solo, and it was a little bit hard solo. Versus like two-handed because I also tried them two-handed. Two-handed with an with another player being able to block for you changed everything. But in solo, it was a little harder. So your I favorite think... was fruition. Yeah, because I of, really enjoyed because that. of that. Because, yeah, helping helping out with the growth counters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just think if if you play the I am Groot and you throw out fruition first, I mean that's literally saying you know, pay three to do an extra two damage. Sure. What about you, Americano? Um, I think my favorite card is We Are Groot um, because I think it's, oh man, it's so thematic. I think for, for, you know, the abstractness of a card game, but because you're removing growth counters, which you don't necessarily want to do, but, no. <laughs> but when you're playing multiplayer, uh, the idea of Groot extending out and protecting all of his, all the hero friends. It, it just, I think it evokes something with that mechanism with, you know, with the growth counters themselves uh, that, that I think that the other cards don't do. That was the best card in leadership because you'd get three allies out and give them all tough. And now they can block for you twice while you build up to 10 growth counters. It was pretty sweet. Oh, that's amazing! Yeah, so he, he, amazing. Really strong. So he he's got to be he's. I think I think leadership's going to be his best aspect then, especially forever. Solo, especially so. Yeah, just just so that you can buy time to get get up to ten, right? I think justice is good too. Like most characters, justice because you're flipping. And, yeah, you're flipping, and he doesn't have a lot of thwarts, so it kind of shores up his weakness, especially in solo. Yeah, I, I think that it was a it was a. I, I understand the protection choice. But because you really want to stay, generally you want to stay in hero form as much as possible, I don't think that it's ideal for Groot. For Groot. Yeah. Because I think you do you do want to flip, because like you said, you get, essentially every time you flip, you're going to get four growth counters on them. Yeah, and that might so have been just, why it felt so wonky to me. It just didn't, something didn't feel right in the starter deck. Well, so I played him a, few things a bunch. Think, but... <laughs> in the campaign and my favorite card was root stomp um i liked it better than fruition mainly because it did something and gave me a growth counter mm. um so i didn't have to go all in on the growth counters it can just be used to get rid of a minion or to damage something in a pinch because it doesn't even have to hit a minion but if it defeats whatever it's hitting then you get that growth counter and that was that was pretty cool yeah, it, it feels like you're you're pushing your your uh, win condition and not just like this side mission, the side quest of just getting as many growth counters as you possibly can. Exactly. Yeah, I'd say the runner-up for me was Fertile Ground. I 
I dug for that card. Yeah, you need those. You need that money, right? <laughs> wow. Was there anything that, any strategy tips you have for playing Groot? Things that you think, like you just mentioned, always digging for fertile ground. Is there something you'd recommend everybody always do when playing Groot? Yeah, uh, remove the Dauntlesses from your deck. I'm sorry. <laughs> Especially three of them, yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Try not to be negative. <laughs> I don't know. Make sure you have Thwart cards in your deck somehow, because that I the I am Groot Thwart it's card the event it, it's 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 burst it's like bursty right but you have nothing else and there's just two copies of it yeah so, so I mean of... and his Thwart is one right his base Thwart is one I mean he can get the what's the other what's that Plus card um, vines or whatever. Entangling vines, which you remove a growth counter, and then you get plus two thwart for that time you do it. But which is which is I think that's fun. I think that those are fun uh, mechanically and thematically. But yeah, you got to have some. You got to really dig into your building. Um, I, I think to make sure that you have some thwart cards, especially because I think I agree with you, Kennedy Hawk, that. Aggression is going to be pretty tricky with him to just try and defeat the villain as quickly as possible. So you're going to have to be able to Thor somehow. Yeah. And, I mean, he's got a ton of damage in his kit, but. And one of the things you can definitely do to shore up that and kind of twofold is there's a lot of really good neutral allies that are good thwarters. Uh, they definitely want to go in his deck because A, they give you that ally to block and soak for her, and they can also thwart pretty decently too. Yeah, I guess my, my advice would be keep your cost curve really low because those root stomps or those I am Groots are pretty expensive. And if you don't have a lot of resource generation in your kit, there is the new basic card that we'll talk about later. But in general, you're going to want to have a pretty cheap cost curve so that you can do multiple things a turn and still build up growth counters. Because even if you get to 10 growth counters, it just takes one bag of bad assault to bring you down to two or three. What do you think? I mean, I know there's a lot of repeats, uh, like reprints. Like, well, kind of of protection card. I mean, there there is, but do you have any favorite cards? Any protection cards? I'll let you go first. You're the the protection expert. Sorry, I didn't mean to like jump off of off of Groot. I just think you know. Natural rocket, okay. need, not rocket. Rocket needs some some love too today, because Crimson's not going to give it any spoiler. <laughs> uh, um, I think my favorite. Um, I actually think I like hard to ignore the most. That's pretty. I, I for, do too. Yeah. Um, because I think that it's it lends itself to be a certain build type that I I enjoy defending, taking no damage, and that helps with the small amount of threat that you're going to have on the, the schemes, the main scheme. Yep. Um, and just ping it off. I, I think it's a really well designed card actually. I think, Oh, sorry. Let me read it. Let me read it. Oh, yeah. Sorry. One cost upgrade. Um, hard to ignore. It's a hero response after your hero defends against an attack and takes no damage, exhaust hard to ignore and remove one threat from the main scheme. Yeah. And there's no limit. You could have all three on your hero and defend yep. to remove That's... three threat. 
It's really powerful because you can have three copies on it. Yeah, on your hero. Yeah, I I really like it. It, it fits. It, it fits into the. I'm the same way with protection. I I'm I'm. It's what you call a greedy protection, where you're not protecting your other teammates. You're protecting yourself to get advantages. And I, I prefer that playstyle protection myself. And I, I do like Hard to Ignore. That is definitely my MVP of the uh, protection cards. I like the Starhawk ally. I think he's another two-cost ally. Can't be bad. And we're kind of getting this uh, theme in protection allies that they're recurring or they're like multiplying, right? We have multiple man, we have Clea, and now we have Starhawk. When Starhawk mm -hmm. takes damage equal to exactly equal to his remaining hit points, return him to hand. So you can pay two, and then the next three turns you can thwart with Starhawk, and he's going to jump back to your hand even from his consequential damage. Like that's so that's such a good point. The consequential damage will. Bring him right back to your hand. You can even use him as a resource yep. in the future, right? If you're in a pinch and you need one more resource, you're like, I'll attack with him, take the two consequential, just so he goes to my hand. Now yep. I can spend him to play Nick Fury or whatever. So yeah. I like Starhawk a lot. I'll, I'll be honest. At first, I really didn't like him. I, I just wasn't getting him. And then after, like, I think my second game with the starter deck, it, like, clicked. And I'm like, wow, this... this you know, I, I started doing more combo stuff with him. Because it that, is weird. It's it's an ally that you don't want to chump with. Either that or you don't, unless you're just gonna block a like a an unsuspecting minion that comes out or something with for like one damage. Right. Yeah, then you gotta play him back out for two and Groot doesn't really have a you know, the, the resources to do that on a consistent basis. Yeah. In general, I felt like Groot's deck and Rocket's deck as well is really short in allies, and it makes them not unfunctional, but really hard to uh, to play even standard with. So, if short you by short you mean there were two allies yeah, in the there, deck. Yeah, there were two allies in the deck, and usually I run four to five. So, yeah. if, if I was to give people suggestions on how to tune up the starter deck. Like uh, Crimson said, you don't need three copies of Dauntless. Drop two of those. You probably don't want three copies of Fighting Fit. Drop two of those and throw four more allies in, and you're going to have a pretty good time playing Groot Protection. Hell, you can even just drop one Defense, one Fighting Fit, and one Dauntless if you still want that theme going, and then get you know a Nick Fury, a Mockingbird, and a Miles Morales. Yep. I want to run Dauntless in uh, Iron Man. <laughs> just because it I mean, not not just not start. just because it has <laughs> Iron Man on the art, but because it's it's so easy to get his uh, starting hit, or his hit points above his starting hit points. So yeah, yeah. So Dauntless is a one cost upgrade. Really sweet Iron Man art. Condition: Play under any player's control. Max one per player. While your hero's remaining hit points are equal to or greater than your hero's starting hit points, your hero gains retaliate one. So you can get. Cap and Black Panther up to retaliate two, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, and I get, I I understand one hundred percent why they had to put that max one per player. I just definitely, hate it. I hate it. I'm like, well, I really want more than one in play. It, in that vein, though, they're gonna have to keep because they don't have restricted for this for this type of upgrade. It's a condition. Yeah, I wish. So they they're gonna have to minimize, or they're gonna have to like be very sparse with the cards that give you retaliate 
right? Because yeah. you can get, you know, if they, if they, you know, add more, you could get cap up to like retaliate three and retaliate four. Like at what point does it just become broken? And, and like, I don't know. Rhino attacks Captain America. Rhino dies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> could be I, I mean, I, I love, I love the design of it. I'm just, I just don't know what they're planning on, you know, doing with retaliate. Cause we're only what a year and a half into the game. Anyway, I guess they're going to just put a cap on retaliate. Yeah. No yeah. player. If, if they ever came out with an RG. Yeah. <laughs> So the other card we should bring up is a basic card in Groot's kit, Deft Focus. I think it's really good. One cost upgrade. Next one for player, Hero Action. Exhaust Deft Focus. Reduce the resource cost of the next superpower card you play this turn by one. And I think almost all of Groot's cards, I'm looking here now, he's got one card in his 15 that's not a superpower. And then he's got those zero cost cards. So it's like 12 cards in your deck it helps with right away. Which is I'm not really gonna sweet. lie. This is my favorite card in the whole box. I mean, it works really well in his, like you said, it re- works really well in his deck because he needs it. Need. Well, I'm trying to think. Yeah, Doctor Strange. The whole deck is now free. Are Doctor Strange's cards superpowers? I didn't even know that. Yeah, I play him so a, little. He's got a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like. Without he actually has zero superpowers. Doctor Strange does. Yeah. <laughs> Cheater. But he's in the arts, so that's funny. Let's see. Uh, like Repulsor Blast is a superpower, and Cosmic Flight from Captain Marvel in the core set. Most heroes have like one tops or two tops, but Groot is just like overloaded with them. Hulk actually has a lot. A lot of Hulk's three cost cards are superpowers, not attacks. Um, so it could help Hulk a ton, which is cool. And and those two, I think Groot and Hulk need it. I, I think Groot's great. I don't know. I, oh, I, I'm just without away. any resource without any resource cards in his deck. It just oh, okay. I get you. I get you. Yeah, you're, that's you're the right. that's Doctor the resource King's card. Superpower. That I mean, essentially, that's the resource card. That, not superpowers. Yeah. I mean, I think it's fun that it's a a, a basic card. I think that's awesome. Who else has a bunch of super? What about Miss Marvel? I think hers are mostly attacks and thwarts. I- I've seen a spreadsheet she out there. She has big hands and big in. Those just counts have. them per person. Yeah, her, her big small. hands and big in and shrink. Those sh- yeah. sneak wise, not. Uh, Those wiggle are... room, but that doesn't matter. Yeah, that's that's going to be interesting. I need to see that spreadsheet. Well, let's not believe we're on Groot too much because we got to get yeah, to yeah. the real star of the show, Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> yeah, real trash. <laughs> I mean, Raccoon. Got it. So you want to give us an overview of Rocket, huh? No, no, I really don't. My <laughs> don't overview. Don't do it. <laughs> throw him in the garbage. <laughs> I'll give you the overview of Rocket because I thought he was fun. So he'll fit Rocket, just nicely in the garbage. As Rocket a trash is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rocket is all about overkill and excess damage. So. Got six hand size, nine hit points, and alter ego form, three recovery. His ability is tinkering. Choose and discard a tech upgrade you control to draw two cards. Really good. That means he can get up to eight hand size once he's discarding tech upgrades. His hero form has two thwart, one attack, one defense, so kind of low stats. And his ability is murdered you. 
after you deal excess damage to an enemy, draw a card. And there's no limit on that. So if you deal excess damage to a bunch of enemies, you can draw a bunch of cards, which is good. Um, his kit is all about getting these different sorts of weapons in play that have charge counters on them. And most of the weapons don't have uses. So when you run out of tokens, you won't discard that card automatically. You'll have to discard it using his Alter Ego ability. And he's got some other pretty unique things in there. He can he can ready all those tech upgrades or weapons, which is really cool, because then he can attack with them twice. He's got one that does overkill, one that kind of does the, the Black Panther uh, energy daggers, deal damage to everything engaged with you kind of thing. Um, and he's got a bunch of stat buffs as well. So he's got um, an upgrade that gives him plus one thwart. So he could get up to three thwart as a character. And he's got an event as well that can give him plus one thwart after he does a thwart action. So he can get up to four or five thwart just with his hero kit, which is really cool. Okay. So Why does Crimson hate Rocket? I want to hear this. So I actually don't hate Rocket. Rocket is fine. I actually really enjoyed Rocket once I threw away all the trashy red cards in this deck. But I I, I like his mechanics. I, I think I think he himself is fine. I just first off, the the first game I played with him, it was just terrible. It's like I was drawing nothing but into the phrase and and relentless assaults and follow throughs, and I'm like Dude, this is terrible. Like on turn one and turn two, I'm having all these cards that I can't use because there's no minions in play. And I didn't get looking for trouble right off the bat. I really like looking for trouble in his deck. I, I wish I, I wish there was more of that to to get more minions into play. Or I, I wish maybe that some of his cards put like token minions into play so we had something to target and attack with you know so so do you feel like it was split because you said you felt like Groot was split in two different directions do you feel like this one was split because you you want to do the upgrade thing yeah but you also want to do excess damage so you want minions in front of you to do that excess damage i started playing him and completely ignoring his excess damage part I, I went full on, you know, let's get the weapons out, let's do the fun stuff. And if I got excess damage, great. If I didn't, I didn't care. Because I just got tired of having to hunt for minions. And part of that was my fault. I was playing uh, Rhino and then I played uh, Claw with Masters. So it was like minions were coming out here and there, but those aren't heavy minion decks they're big minions yeah. and, and I was able to take care of like a lot of the masters minions, but when it just fit like against Ultron, he's badass. You know, the, the starter deck would be great against Ultron, but it, it, it felt so situational depending on what villain I was playing against. Have, have you played it against Ultron yet? I haven't. That's the it's, great thing about this game is you just go do it. It's yeah. really fun against Ultron. Like I love, I love playing Thor against Ultron. Yeah, but I, I think he'd be honestly, I, I, I would like to play him more with basic as an aspect. <laughs> like, I know it sounds terrible, but yeah, so you just did, you just didn't like the you just didn't like the pre-built mostly. I really hated the pre-built. The, the pre-built soured me so badly. I and 
you know what? Again, most of that's I'm not an aggression player. I I prefer combo and control, and I just I I was so frustrated playing the starter deck. Yeah, I pretty much immediately took these starter decks apart after looking at them. But I I loved Rocket as a character. We played him in a couple three player games, and what minions are out there, just like Thor, he can feel really really fun when there's a ton of minions on the board. Dude, and I like I that. Unlike all the other aggression characters, right? If we're looking at Thor and we're looking at Hulk, they really struggle in the thwarting department. Rocket has no problems there. Like oh, having that no. base to thwart is really, really strong, especially with readies built into his kit. It's nice. What was the one? Oh, the the thruster boots that gives him a thwart. Um, yeah, that can get him up to one. three. And then I've got a plan: is after you make a basic thwart, ready Rocket, and he gets plus one thwart until the end of the phase. So you could thwart for three, and then ready and thwart for four. That seems crazy. Yeah, it's really good for a, for a um, an aggression deck. Yeah, if it was me, it just the starter needs to be tweaked. Take out some, take out the follow throughs. Take out either the end of the phrase or the relentless. You don't need both of them. Uh, take out the chase them downs. Chase them downs such a terrible card. I hated that card. And find a, a Thor buddy and have fun. Because he's great teamed up with Thor. What were your thoughts on Rocket Americano? You haven't talked about him very much. Um, I I, I kind of think that it was split a little bit um, in the design in that there's the tech restricted, the, the charges, uh, the, that type of thing versus the overkill. But I think that you can... I think that's a lot. I think that's really fun, right? We've kind of we kind of talked about it a little bit with Wasp, right? Where you kind of deck build toward either going large or giant or tiny, and and kind of focus on that. Um, I think I've done it too with Spider Spider Woman, where you just don't focus on her ability necessarily, but you focus on like um, helping out Carol Danvers, her her signature ally. <laughs> Gross. And then it just it 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 uh, gross yeah, and it it just makes her ability shine. I think if you focus on one of those aspects of this deck, and I, again I'm generalizing right because there's a lot of different ways to play each hero, but if you're like you know what I'm just gonna go full over or or full tech, um, I don't know how you do that, but I I think that you're gonna be able to deal enough damage to get that overkill or, or excess damage, I should say, um, to take advantage of the card draw, but I don't think that a, a hero has to have an ability on its card to make that hero enticing because it comes with another 15 cards in the deck. So, yeah. I think this, this hero um, how do I explain this? Groot his 15 cards that came with him all tied to his his hero ability and, and his alter ego ability, really. I don't know that that... I mean, it kind of does with Rocket, but I don't think it needs to because I think his 15-card deck is really flavorful. I, I think my favorite card in his deck is Salvage. Yes, that's my the favorite. Res, the resource card? By far my um, favorite card, too. It's it's a resource card, and it has um, a science or... or mental resource and a wild. Yep. So it's the first card that we've seen that has two different resource types on it. 
Um, and then a response after you spend this card, put a tech upgrade from your discard pile on top of your deck. Like, yeah, that you, you know that helps with the the because he has a lot of tech cards, and that's his alter ego side. It doesn't do anything necessarily for his hero side, and I think that's okay. I don't think you anyway. So I think it's actually a very. I think this. I I think I like. Rocket's design more than I like Groot's design for that reason. See, I didn't see any splitting in Rocket's design. I thought it was super streamlined because you've got all these tech upgrades. You've got reasons to get rid of them in Ultra Ego form, and all of them can do excess damage. You don't have to do overkill to do excess, right? If there's mm -hmm. an Ultron drone out there and you have a Rocket's pistol that deals two damage to something, just by killing that Ultron drone and a really like sub-efficient but still pretty efficient way like there's not a lot of cards that do one damage you get to draw a card as a reward so i used all those upgrades to get things to low health so that whatever measly attack i was doing would do some amount of excess damage and i i mean i've had games where i drew like 30 extra cards off rocket's ability um, but i don't think i like ignored the the tech side of it i i feel like uh his his pre-built does have some pretty expensive cards um, but since he's got those salvages, I felt like it wasn't a huge deal. I thought he was he was super streamlined. I feel like he's one of the better pre-builds, other than, again, the lack of allies existing within his deck. I think that I want to see the card text, our, guy, our friends over at the card text, do a, a rules thing for his uh, alter ego and his hero side. Because the uses thing, I think, can trip trip people up. Right. Um, yeah, luckily none of the cards in his kit have uses. He does come right. with that hand cannon and aggression that has uses. Um, but yeah, uses can definitely trick people up there. And and the fact that his hero side, it doesn't, it doesn't have a limit. So after you deal excess damage to an enemy, you get to draw a card. Period. That's the end of it. You can do it as many times as, as you do that, which is, I think, a really good ability a very good ability. But. My favorite combo was Rocket Launcher. It's one of his tech weapons. Exhaust Rocket Launcher, remove one charge counter from it. Choose a player, deal two damage to the villain, and each minion engage with that player. Against Ultron, I think my wife had like four Ultron drones in front of her, and I was like, I will kill those four drones and draw four cards. Sounds yeah. great. Like, those turns are just magical. And, and I think that's the key, or at least what I felt was the key, was to not ignore his ability, but to, I focused on the tech stuff, and when his ability happened, it was a nice bonus. I just didn't go out of my way to set up turns where I would have those kind of huge draw four or five cards. Um, but when they happened, it was a real nice feeling. It was like, yeah. <laughs> See, that's so cool, because I did it the exact opposite way. I'm like, let's leave that minion alive for a turn, because I'm going to blow him up next turn. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what Rocket would have done in real life, if there was such right. a thing. Uh, he may have laughed about it. So what about the aggression and basic cards in Rocket's deck? Anything stand out? Um, I, I liked looking for trouble with his deck, because I felt like I needed it constantly. Um, I hated the chase him downs because he has so much other ways to do thwart that I felt like this was just it was almost like a throwaway card in his deck. It didn't need to be there. 
You could have put anything else in, in there and been fine. Um, I'm not sure on Bug. Okay. Bug. I have I some beef bugs. with you. Bug's I, amazing. No, Bug I'm is amazing. Bad. I'm just not sure no, on him. It's, it's an amazing aggression card. A two-cost ally that can thwart every turn for you. If you're going to be doing an aggression, right? It's it's amazing, and it's and it's so it's needed. And I think it's it's exactly what aggression wanted in a in an ally. Yeah, I wish I moment of triumph so, was in his deck. That would be really so. Good. So bug is a two cost ally, one thwart, one attack, with two health. The guardian trait hero response after your hero makes a basic attack, heal one damage from bug. I mean. I guess at the same time you could just thwart, but if you have a low thwarting hero and you want to attack with your hero, so maybe not necessarily in Rocket's deck. Um, but if you're if you're wanting to use your basic attack mostly for attacking, or your basic abilities for your on your hero card for attacking, then Bug's a great aggression ally to have. Yeah, I, I think he'd be pretty good in like a a Hulk aggression deck. I had him in Quicksilver. Because I put three honorary Avengers on him, so he had five health. So he would just take the villain attack every turn, and then Quicksilver would heal him to full health with like four readies the next turn. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love that. I love that. Um, I hated looking for. I hate looking for trouble. I, yeah, because... I don't like that it's main scheme only. That's the only thing I didn't like about the protection card we talked about earlier as well, is if there's a crisis icon out there, you're real sad playing looking for trouble. Yeah. So so I've seen... I know that this is a... It, it's technically different than Defender of the Nine Realms. But it's basically Defender of the Nine Realms. I, I like Defender of the Nine Realms better. Sure, but, but <laughs> I think... I personally think that takes away from from Thor's deck. And I know that a lot of people disagree with me. I'm okay with that. But if I run... if I mean, I don't know if that I would put three more of these, or three of these, in Thor's deck, because then that's six cards of your 40 cards that are basically the same thing. Do the same thing. And I think that's... I, I'm really bummed about it. I, like, it just makes me concerned a little bit. That I've, I've run Thor with two of these, because I want five so that I draw about one a turn once my deck is thinned. Because that way, every turn I can pop a minion out, get to my seven card hand size and hero form, and just lay waste. Man, Kennedy uh, plays way more than we do. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just like a. So there's. I have two concerns. A. It's basically the same card. So I'm like, well, we could have got a different designed card, right? But B, because it's almost the same card, that that just makes it. Like you said, you like five in your deck. Well. Technically, the rule is to have three of a kind, three cards for the same card in your deck. You can have six. Yeah, they could have changed Obviously what for... it did. You know, instead well, of removing it, I mean, they three did... threat from the main scheme. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, it could it could have used some different... And, and I know that there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be like, well, it's not the same thing. It's it's because in Defender, it's from any scheme, from a scheme, right? I get yeah. that. Just like so anyway, it just could have been three damage since it's a an aggression card. You know, put put a minion in play, deal three damage to the to the to the villain. You know, just something different. It's that way it was different from nine realms. Yeah, I'll I'll I'll, I'll stop talking about it now. That's no, right. no, I I, th I think it, it's a very 
good thing to bring up. I think that the card art is amazing. I actually really love that card art. But... I liked it because for it, for the only reason is I needed to get minions out with Rocket. <laughs> Except his arm's kind of jacked up. A little bit. Looks painful. Yeah. What do you think of Hand Cannon? These are going to be interesting, I think. I really like it. I like it in Hulk. I like it in uh, Hawkeye. Probably like it in Thor, although that's a little... Oh, you know what? Hulk really likes this, which is weird, right? Because it it lets you steamroll those guard minions. Yep. That's that's a really good point I hadn't thought of. Right? It's not forced. Oh, yeah. You can use it when it's important and leave it there when it's not. Yeah, I I think I I think imagining Hulk with a hand cannon. That's we're the only people that actually play Hulk still. So yeah, but three people here. You know that's okay. We'll uh, we'll enjoy hand cannon with Hulk. The basic group. I really like basic group. I think again he's another beat cop, right? Uh, If I if I'm if if I play an ally and the game goes six more turns. I'm probably losing that game. But if it doesn't go six turns, then Groot's basically a basic beat cop, right? Um, so he's a three-cost ally, one thwart for one consequential, two attack for two consequential health. Play only if your identity has the Guardian's trait. After Groot defends against an attack, heal two damage from him. So he can soak a bunch of attacks, and then whenever he's not, he can just thwart for one. I think it's good. Yeah, I, I like them too. I did not like Booster Boots. I'm not saying they're bad. I just didn't enjoy them myself. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't like losing the card. Them. Yeah, I so didn't I, like losing the card. I think part of it is we only have two heroes that have the Guardian trait. And we're and I know they did this with the, the base game, right, with the Avenger trait. I think that it might grow. Maybe it will grow on you with different combinations of different heroes that come out with and, the Guardian trait. And maybe um, they give us an upgrade that gives our hero a guardian trait, you know? I'm sure. I'm they're, sure. They're honorary honorary yeah. guardian. Yeah, because there's there's been times when, like, Iron Man or Thor has joined the guardians for a little bit. I, I expect that, we'll see that kind of card. An honorary guardian makes way more sense than honorary Avenger, because, like, every time Star-Lord meets a person, he's like, you're a guardian, Kitty Pryde. Yeah. You're a guardian, <laughs> the thing. We need people. It better have Star-Lord... The card art when they have that handing card. out like a fake bad card. Yes, yes, <laughs> knighting them. Love but, it. But yeah, with me the booster boots. The the issue I had was now in, in Rocket, it's not so bad because Rocket has a way to get back tech cards with salvage. But for the most part, like I hated like the anxiety of discarding the top card on my deck sucked because I'm just like, it's probably going to be a card I need. And then I flip over a red card, and I'm like, yes. I haven't tried it yet in leadership, but that could get guys in my discard pile for me to call. So now I'm thinking about it. This could be fun. Yeah, like I said, I don't think it's a bad card. It's just not a card I enjoyed playing. It's it's not a card you want to put in a protection deck, I don't think. I mean, I guess maybe. Maybe, actually, that I think about it. If you're Maybe Black Widow. a deck but that not a guardian. relies on you not taking any damage, you can use that to uh, prevent that damage that, that triggers the uh, you know that Fra- secondary ability. Flappable and the other one. And the other new one. So of the two heroes in Galaxy's Most Wanted, 
which hero are you more hip on right now? Groot. And you're not talking pre-built, right? You're just talking overall. Yeah, the... which one do you want to go build a deck with and take it through the new campaign immediately? Groot. Rocket. <laughs> I'm a rocket person as well. Oh. So we got we got one Groot, two rockets. So dirty. And I, and so I was more dirty. excited for Groot. I was more excited for Groot when we did our like preview. I just I, had I remember lot, that. I had a lot more fun playing with Groot. I felt more engaged with Groot. I think I've played more Groot and I want to play more Rocket, so I'm I'm in the opposite boat. Alright, last question before we wrap up our first Galaxy's Most Wanted episode. So how do you think the heroes in this campaign expansion stack up against Rise of Red Skull? Do you think the headline heroes in this expansion can sell the whole box? No. Yes. Anyone want to elaborate or just, just one word answer? <laughs> you just you just asked us <laughs> yes or no questions. So let me let me give you and my why answer. and why. There you go. <laughs> okay. So I think Hawkeye. You're talking compared to the Hawkeye and Spider Woman, right? Watch your mouth. I'm just kidding. No, no. Uh, no, Hawkeye's a, a very popular hero. I don't know that Spider-Woman is necessarily. Um, I think that Rocket and Groot are both pretty popular. You know, Because you got to remember who this game is designed for. Or the idea behind it is it's a, you, can, you, you can just grab it and play it, right? Yeah. Uh, probably not this box. Uh, we'll get to that. Spoilers. In the, in the next few episodes. But... I I mean they're more well known, right, with the MCU. So I I think that they're these two headlining compared to Hawkeye and Spider Woman. Yes, I think this sells more. I think this is more uh, appealing to the general audience. Yeah, when when you put it that way, I, I guess I can agree. I just on a personal level, like I wasn't really looking forward to Hawkeye at all, but I was really looking forward to Spider Woman. I really very intrigued by her deck building options and then i ended up loving hawkeye and i i I still enjoy spider woman but the hawkeye is by far the mvp of that box um that's funny i've i've played way more spider woman than hawkeye sorry guys compared comparing hawkeye to these two guys i mean hawkeye would shoot them both in the face yeah i think you're you're talking like are you are you talking like popularity level? Like no, disaster. Are you talking uh, like like I'm decks? Playability. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I I guess I, I don't really give a shit about popularity. I I uh, you know if I buy something, I'm buying it for the utility of it. You know, can I play it? It's just something I'm gonna enjoy playing. And honestly, like I did not enjoy these heroes out of the box. I've enjoyed them once I've modified them and that's on me that that's that's a personal thing on me but i've really enjoyed hawkeye out of the previous box and i'm I'm not going to talk about the rest of each of these boxes but there's a whole nother aspect there too yeah i think that i think rocket and Groot can kind of sell the box like americano was saying i mean there's there's a reason they're front and center on the cover taking up a lot of the art and real estate because People aren't buying this box for the collector. Well, people that aren't don't like uh, hardcore play Marvel Champions aren't buying this for the collector or for Drang, the Badoon leader, right? They're buying yeah. it because they see Rocket and Groot awesome on the box. And I think that's cool to have 
the heroes sort of headline and sell the box rather than the villains is kind of cool. Yeah, and I I do agree. Rocket and Groot are more popular. I mean, Red Skull's popular, but he's he's not Groot popular. Hopefully, not too popular. He's kind of a jerk. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, but he but the box is called Rise of the Rise of Red Skull, right? Rise yeah, of yeah. the Red Skull. Yeah, and it so on the villains. it focuses on the villains. I think here the focus is on the heroes, and I think that that I mean that's the right call in my opinion. I mean, also when you. I wanted to to briefly mention too. We have anthropomorphic animals in this box. I want to see more of that, like Blackjack O'Hare. Anyway, as as Rocket's uh, nemesis, that alone for me is like, I mean, I think that's fun. It's it's more of a quirky um, style than sort of like serious potential seriousness that we've seen in the other. Um, Nemesis minions, but well, hopefully and, we see more of that in the Guardians allies too. We'll see. And, and and again, we do just have to hit on that other part. There's no justice cards in this box. Yeah, I know. Can we definitely, well, how many times can we say that? <laughs> like, yeah, that, that, that obviously takes off three points right there. Easy. I mean, I what I really like about the Rocket and Groot basic allies is you can't play them without a guardian trait unless you make the call then you can just ignore that rule so they like they didn't give us any leadership cards but they kind of did <laughs> so it feels a little okay yeah pitch them as resources in the beginning and then bring them back later all right well that is our recap of rocket and groot um i guess to close it out we'll give our final ratings f through a for rocket and groot americano go <laughs> Oh man, are you talking the entire box or just the two heroes? Two heroes, each hero. Give two heroes. Yeah. Um, I give Groot. I give Groot a B, and I actually give Rocket an A. I I think he's a very well designed hero. All right, Crimson. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll give them both Bs. I, I I think Groot's more of a B plus, and Rocket's more of a B minus, but. I, I, they're definitely in the B range. Their, their kits themselves are great. I just think the starter deck soured me. Americano and I agree too much. I'm going to go B with Groot and A with Rocket, which is why I, I picked Rocket today. So We did not we did not plan this. It's did in my messages. About it. I can show people. Don't lie. I'm just That's all right. Well, that wraps it up. Next week, we will be talking about those first three villains. So make sure you've played up your campaign or tune out for a couple of weeks until you have so you don't get spoiled on any of the villain spoilerage coming up. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, everybody.